What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. And with me today, we're all in for a treat because it's Ariel. Oh, hey. You never know what you're going to say. Yeah. Never know. Yeah, well, me neither. Just kind of playing it by ear, as they Just say. like this entire show. Just playing it by ear. I'm a, I'm a ear player. Welcome, y'all. Ew, sorry. <laughs> But the y'all? Really... Not to not to like it in general, but just me personally saying it. Y'all gal. I think it's so endearing when other people say it, especially if they're from the South. The South. Love it. Love a good y'all moment. Just not from me. So I apologize and we're moving on. So what's up, y'all? <laughs> How are we doing today? It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, as Mr. Oh, Rogers so is famous for uh, implying. Yeah, we can review. Um, number one on my list is that I'm bloated. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. <laughs> it's just, you know, hilarious just one material of those there. Days. And we've been getting back into our workout routines. It's true. Like yeah. hardcore. New year, new me, new, new phone, who dis? Uh, new year, just same stuff and having a really hard time getting back into it. <laughs> Feeling great. Great. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like myself again. I feel like, what day is it? Uh, it's like January some, something. Well, what date is it that the episode is coming out? Or Obviously, what? it's Tuesday, baby. It's the best damn day of the week, if you ask me. Yeah, so. if you ask me. <laughs> Football is coming to a close, Barks. It's true. We're in the, the final home stretch of that. A nice uh, congratulations to the 2019 Seattle Seahawks for yeah. doing absolutely, uh, well, I don't want to say nothing. Right. Made it to the playoffs, got a playoff victory. Yeah. Against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, as they say. And uh, what what are we talking about? Uh, football. And if you didn't know, Bargles is a big Seattle Seahawks fan. And furthermore, we are from that area. So it's true. In case that didn't make any sense, that's I'm, what that's I'm from. I'm more of a I'm a Russell Wilson fan, really. Okay. Deep in my core. What's your favorite part about him? You know, I got a couple. I like that he's uh he's a shorter guy. Is he? Yeah, he's only he's like five eleven. So he's a foot taller than me. Yes, but in terms of stature for a professional football player, that's you know not not a super tall. What's guy. the average height for a football player? Like seven feet tall? No, probably like six four, six five, six six. Really? Yeah, somewhere in there. Jeez. These are yeah big 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 boys Ugh. from around the world. But yeah, I like I like Russell Wilson. I think number three, baby. He's j- and also he goes to the Seattle Children's Hospital. I was gonna say Seattle Children's Theater. I don't know if he goes there, but he goes to <laughs> Seattle Children's Hospital every Tuesday, basically every Tuesday uh, during the regular season if when they're in Seattle, and he's been doing that for like the whole time. Love it. I I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. Wilson, for all that you do for the people of uh, Seattle and beyond. <laughs> How about that? You had one heck of a year, baby. Hey, there's all, as they say, there's always next year, right? Yeah, all right, enough of that. So, another thing that happened this past week was that I made a new treat. I kind of riffed on a recipe that I found online. What? You had them. I know. The but... peanut butter date cookies. Oh, Shazam. Oh, Shazam. Oh, man. <laughs> 
These are like these are like peanut butter cookies. Why don't you tell them how to make them? They're really yeah, easy so, to make. Yeah, so well, I'm going to have to figure out how to tell you the uh, the exact recipe, but Tell them the exact recipe. <laughs> it's date pitted dates, like the dried prunes. Dates, peanut butter, like natural peanut butter, so it's just peanuts and so oil not, and not salt. Not like Skippy or Jif. Salted natural peanut butter. Yeah. Mm. Skip on Skippy. Don't jam with Jif. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that was a valiant <laughs> oh, effort. Oh, God. And there's a little bit of salt. And gosh, what else? Oh, oatmeal. Not oatmeal, sorry. Oat, oats, oats? Just oats. Like steel-cut oats. Old-fashioned oats ground up. you pull some up. in a food processor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you start with the oats. So you got you to gotta have a food processor, which means you got to be a rich man. No, you can have a blender, too. Oh, a blender? You can blend Or it. if you have oat flour, that would work, too. But you kind of do need a food processor or a blender to You know do me it. and my oat flour. <laughs> You've never even it's had a it. a regular staple. Anyway. Combine that all together and it makes a dough. And You don't even bake it. You, you just don't even form bake it, it into the shape that you want to eat it in later. Yeah, which can be anything, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like a cookie shape. What the hell's wrong with you? What are you doing? It's shape geometry. So you, you'd shape it, and it's a no-bake peanut butter cookie with oat I think you are going to say penis. <laughs> you shape you it. started to say pee. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. Motorcycle, motorcycle. Oh, okay, we'll cut, we'll cut this all out. No, no. So, so How dare you? <laughs> three, two, one. So that's the recipe. <laughs> For a great no-bake peanut butter cookie. Hey, you know, I just, I like a good peanut butter cookie. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I hate bake. It's taking all that time with the oven, that stupid oven. Get out of here, oven. The oven takes up a lot of energy. Oven, you know. energy costs money. You had a good run, oven. (laughs) But guess what? No longer needed. Literally use it every day for dinner. (laughs) You are no longer the, 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 the. peach to my cobbler you I thought know, you're you, gonna say the p word again i know i don't try <laughs> to set, set me up for that trying to set you up <laughs> set you up so obviously today today's episode i should say is not about peanut butter cookies although that is a revelation of this past week and it's not about the floundering miserable ending of uh, my beloved seattle uh, seahawk turkeys it's not about that so that begs, i'm so sorry begs, <laughs> begs the question the question is begged it's like a little it's like a little a boy like a homeless boy that has his hand out and he's got the little newsboy cap and he says please sir what's today's episode all about <laughs> today's episode is all about budgeting and saving money and you go you little, get away get away from me you little urchin you little wince <laughs> little what wince what's that i just i love honestly some people might not like this word but when someone winces and it's like ew yeah and I just describe the little boy as, as that uh, that action. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Anywho. Breaking new ground. I got a couple questions for you, Burgles. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I kind of do, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> Did you talk about money growing up? Like talk to like my friends or family? or? Uh, I guess. Like, do you remember having it be a thing when you were a kid or a teenager? The only thing that I really recall when it, like talking about money was being told literally to not talk about money really yeah that money kind of taboo religion 
politics. Mm. Um, these are some of the categories of topics that I, I'd say it was uncomfortable for me for a long time. Yeah. What about you? Did you guys well, grow up kind of like uh, talking about I wasn't told not to t- shekels. I wasn't told not to talk about it, but it wasn't like a topic of conversation at dinner. But we, I think later on, I would like vacuum and get a little bit of cash or I would like do things around the house and like get very small amounts of cash. Yeah. Well, you guys had that method of doing chores and being rewarded for the chores with a small like monetary amount. But not, not growing up like throughout the years. It was like, I feel like I did it because I wanted to go buy stuff. Mm. And since my mom and dad weren't going to be like, oh, we'll just buy this thing for you. It was never like that. I had to do something to go get it myself. Right. Which now I appreciate. I think that's awesome. So it wasn't for a long period of time, but it was definitely for a couple years in my early teen years, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then I got a job as soon as I could. I was 15 and a half and I got a job at Gap Outlet at the Carlsbad. I'm sure they miss you terribly. I started at 725 an hour. Wow. In 2005? God, that, 2006? Sounds, that just sounds ridiculous. You sound like an old lady when you say something like that. I got 19 raspberries in 2001. Back in 2003, <laughs> I got paid $7.14 <laughs> per hour. And I just kept folding the same shirt for eight hours a day. I would just keep folding the same shirt. I would fold it and then I would unfold it and I'd fold it again. <laughs> and then I'd go on lunch and come back and keep folding. I wonder if we have any 20-year-olds that were born in the year 2000. I'll tell you this. To people listening right now, most likely you will never get paid $7.14 an hour. <laughs> it's impossible. It's illegal. It's against the law. You're yelling. Sorry. <laughs> like, it is... You are shouting. It is anti-life. Uh, it happen- it's, yeah. not a, it's not a real thing. It doesn't happen. I'd get double for babysitting. Right. And it was 10 times better. The first <laughs> job I ever had, I got paid $16 an hour. Jeez. And then the second job I what had. What year was that? I was Do you getting remember? Paid, I was getting paid about $18 an hour. Both were part-time. That is so good one to was, start. One was with the family. Another one was at a, a jewelry store that my dad worked at. So I kind of had a good in. Do you realize how good that is to start? Oh, and then I took a huge step back when I moved to California. Yeah. And I started off... What oh, God. $10.50 an hour at the hotel. So that was 2009. Yeah, 2009. Or 2010. No, 2010. Sorry. 2000. No, 2010. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 2010, I got a job at a hotel property. Right. And yeah, $10.50. And I felt like I, I was so thankful to yeah. have a job. I didn't even care how much I was getting paid. I was so stoked. It only took me about two months. And then that wore off. And I was like, yeah. God, I need more than this. But then I did. They gave me about a dollar more. Yeah. When I started my business, I would do uh, one hour for, and you'd get 10 pictures, and it was $100. It's a good deal for everybody. Yeah. Well. You, you were getting experience, <laughs> yeah. building your portfolio, yeah, you and making start. some you pretty good somewhere. money. I mean, my reference point is if you're making anywhere from 10 to $20 an hour, that's not like the end of the world. You can No, but if you think about work. plugging in the card, going through the photos, picking out the photos you want to edit, editing the photos, sending the photos, corresponding, 
it, it adds up hourly, but it's still really good, especially if you're starting out. So I think the main purpose of this topic and why it, you know, why we've been kind of thinking about it, I guess, is because we've been getting just better and better at budgeting and saving money. Over, comes, comes with age. Over the past, it yeah, comes with age. The past couple of years, because you know, cut to when I was working at the hotel days, and you were babysitting or doing what you're doing, trying to get your business started. We weren't making a whole lot of money, but the other Very trick is little. our expenses then versus our expenses now. You would think we are making way more now, and we're spending way more now, and you'd be wrong. Our expenses are not that much different now than they were then. Because we spent way too much money back in the day. Yeah. We were constantly going out to dinners. We were just talking about this. We used to go out so much more. When you're 22, well, (laughs) for us when we were 22, we were like, what is, why do I need to save? Well, and then the value of investing your money, the value of paying off your debt, like your student loans and things like that, those things had such a negative value to them that I know you were deferring your uh, payments for your in uh, yeah for your school interval right Is yeah that oh yeah deferring? I was I was tens of thousands of dollars in debt when right. I came out yeah. but but and had no way to pay it deferring first. is something that a lot of people do yeah and it's I mean I wouldn't poo-poo on deferring your student student loan payments yeah I it. eventually figured it out you know but I just want to throw in really quick that the whole 22-year-old thing, there are so many, even younger than 22, that have so much figured out to the point where I'm like, I don't even remember how I thought about life at 22. I don't even remember like what I was doing or what I had hopes for at 22. You know? And now it's like, no, no, no. They own homes some own second homes and they are on their way to like almost being done with you know investing in their retirement so i don't know about all that i mean well there's I think some you're, i think you're pulling from a niche group of people there's some some are I, in the middle some are where we were i would you know i could be way off base i would assume that the majority of 22 year olds out in the ether are not you know they're not a homeowner they're, they don't have this kind of, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I said could, some. I, see, I, I said see, some. I see yeah. where you're coming from, but I mean, I'll put it like this. When I was 22, there was nobody in the landscape of any friends or family or any person that I had a relationship no. with that was trying to figure out, oh, yeah, you know, we're looking into homes. Oh, yeah, we're looking into getting a better insurance right. uh, policy. Oh, yeah, we're investing in some Bitcoin and uh, crypto currency or oh why yeah, do we they got, talk like oh, a yes, renaissance oh, yes we have a we have a partnership a, an llc partnership that we're thinking about investing in to be a partner of this uh, partnership <laughs> i don't know i don't know no there was no i didn't talk to anybody that, that yeah. had any semblance of plans for what to do with their Me income either. when they actually had some money to to play around Me with. either and when i was like beginning to start my business no one was starting businesses or like wanting to like they are now it's changed so much in the past 10 years so anyway just wanted to throw that out there many different people at many different stages in their life and good on you if you're a a youngin making it happen you know <laughs> or also an olden making it happen 
yeah age is nothing age is an absolutely meaningless social construct it really is because you can be 60 years old and have more in you than anyone in their 10s 20s and 30s or whatever it's about being passionate and being happy and all these things those aren't mutually exclusive to being a younger person but the longer that you develop any skill or any talent it serves you yeah in your life so the younger you are when you learn about budgeting saving investing finding opportunities to save as opposed to spend all those are this is valuable real estate of information that i know i didn't participate in until just a handful of years ago yeah living paycheck to paycheck doesn't really afford you too many opportunities to invest or be you know really connected to learning more about how your money can work for you in certain ways totally so now that now that we've kind of went from uh i mean gosh there was a month where we needed to borrow 20 bucks to oh yeah rent. you've you've heard the story if you've been listening to the podcast oh, i just i think about it all the time especially yeah. from the nefarious creature character that we borrowed the money from he was like a very uh kind of grimy individual it wasn't it wasn't a good look for anybody it was except for him who was like ha ha yeah, you dumb kids need my help, do ya? And he he helped us out. He yeah. helped us out of a bind, and we paid him back the twenty bucks within twelve hours because I got paid from my job the next day. It was all it was so tight, and I have no doubt you're listening out there that the majority of people have had this experience where money is tight. Oh yeah, and maybe it's tight for a few days. Maybe it's tight for a few years, and you got to figure it's it not out. Not a fun feeling. No, it sucks. It sucks, and and maybe you don't have the flexibility, as it were, to really have that mobility, to have these experiences. You feel like you're missing out on these life experiences. You can't travel, or you, you know, you're not giving the best life to your family or yourself or your kids. It's a really, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, and it's all just based on the having or not having of the the, the monies, the yeah. the scrilla. So budgeting, saving money, it's the easiest way to get you what you want. Because making more money can happen or not. But making more money is not something that everyone is just going to magically manifest for themselves. So I feel like budgeting, finding ways to save money as opposed to spend money, that's the quickest way to make something out of nothing. Because, you know, you buy the really nice brand stuff. Well, maybe you want to buy the cereal that's in the bag versus the cereal in the box you know metaphorically speaking yeah. maybe you can find avenues where it's like oh you're saving a little oh, bit of yeah. money here. i've got a list yeah i've got a list but i did want to say that from the beginning and believe me or not but i never thought about how much money i would make or how much money i wanted to make doing what i do when I started out, even throughout until now, I have no expectations in terms of how much is going to come in any given year. It's always different, but like there's been a steady growth and I'm super grateful, but like I can't, I can't have expectations when I have a job like this one because it's so, I mean, that's freelance, you know, but anyway. That's a whole other podcast. I wrote a bunch of ways to save on a list. Oh, really? On my phone. Yes. And I want to see what you think of some of these. Lay it, lay okay. your, lay it down. 
The first way that I save personally is making coffee at home. A lot of people like to go out for coffee. I I have you beat. Why? Because you don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. (laughs) I'm saving 100% of my coffee uh, budget by not drinking coffee. I would say twice a month, I get an iced Americano from our local coffee shop. Shop local. Shop local. I love them. And shout them out. Oh, the cup in Oceanside on yep. Wisconsin. One of the best. Love you. The their next coffee's greatness is only rivaled by their service. <laughs> They're great. We love them. So the next one is drink at home as an alcohol. If you can. You don't really drink. Not you really. Cut that out. Yeah. yeah. I have a few people being like, why? And I'm like, because it makes me feel really gross. <laughs> It just does. Another thing that comes with age. (laughs) And then the next one is meal prepping. Mm -hmm. And then what comes with that is make enough for leftovers for the next day. So double batch your meal and then you'll have enough for leftovers. And it wasn't that much. It was probably like a dollar more considering all the ingredients. And then the next one that goes hand in hand with that is have a list when you go grocery shopping and don't get things you didn't plan on getting. That's tough. That takes some discipline. Right. Especially if you're hungry at the grocery store. Trust me, I've been there. And when Bargles and I go together, he's going to grab something that was not planned for. Oh, God. I did. I do. Yeah. yeah. We love those help dark russet potato chips from Trader Joe's. Oh, my God. But like Trader Joe's has their own Pop-Tarts now. Yeah. Well, that and was they, a mistake. And, and it's like, oh, but these are organic Pop-Tarts? <laughs> no. How? I mean, they are, but and, like. And I don't know. You know. I think Pop-Tart might be a trademarked uh, thing from the Kellogg. Did they call it a toaster pastry? They called it a something. I don't know. They call it like a thin, like a like a thin, uh, I don't even know what they call it. <laughs> some sort of thin pastry with some yeah. sort of frost, frosted pastry thin Something like this. So you got the hot cocoa flavor. It was very good. They aight. They aight. They aight. Okay. So, where am I? Oh, have a list. Okay. Limit subscription services. Oh, that's I like that. That's um, that's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah. That's a great way to save money because there's so many, there's so much free media out there. Like if you have a box coming to your door of stuff. Oh, you're talking about one of them. Well. I mean... Like a glossier. No, that's just separate stuff you can buy anytime. Like a like a <laughs> HelloFresh. Um, like a Blue Apron? Well, no, those actually you have proven... Can those save can save you money. Yeah, those can, although they're, they're sometimes a little spendy, those can be a great way to actually save money and have a more disciplined Especially diet. if you're more... If you're notorious for getting a bunch of groceries and then not using them all, I think HelloFresh probably saves you money. Right. I'm a big proponent of... You know, do Monday right, do Tuesday right, do Wednesday right, and then Thursday, like, there's a little wiggle room because you were able to, you're so disciplined Monday through Wednesday, chances are you're going to be disciplined on Thursday, but you can then, you can cut yourself some slack. I'm all about cutting slack. Yeah, cut some slack. And then, like, you go and maybe you you get a burger, and you enjoy the burger, and then Friday, it's not like you're off the rails. It's not like you're, God, I need to check into rehab. It's like no, you're you're all right. And you go yeah. back then you go back to your, you know, regular, more healthy, more proactive routine and you, it, you have the balance there. Yeah, and then I totally agree. The thing that comes with the limiting of the subscription services 
is paying up front for the year instead of month to month because that will save you money. And we just realized the other day that I had been paying for a subscription that I need for work that I had been paying month to month and I totally, for some reason, just didn't catch it. Wasted $13. (laughs) I was saved. Would have have been able to get, can't get that $13 back. We could have gotten like five bags of dark roasted potato chips. Don't say that. (laughs) Pennies count. Pennies count. All the little, all the little trinkets worth of money, it adds up. Yeah, I'm more so talking about the big subscription boxes where it's like a bunch of random stuff that comes in the box. More so for like women who are getting like, it's like beauty, makeup, like there are so many ways to save on that kind of stuff like i gosh they're fun though gotta say if you have one it's hard to let it go but uh the next one let's see where am i go with off-brand stuff so like if we're at target for example we're gonna get the up and up as opposed to the Charmin. you know what i mean sure yeah depending on what's on sale Go for what's on sale, but typically the example of up and up is is more cost effective. No, 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 that works. Now, one thing that I won't skip out on is Q-tips. I will not get off-brand Q-tips. Yeah. Those I don't are, know why. I just kind of scratchy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into it. I feel like I'm going like, to give myself a brain Like injury. the cotton part comes off of the stick really easily. You know what I mean? I know. I, yeah. I, I, I'll pick up what you're putting down. <laughs> I think if everyone's followed all your tips, they'd save it probably they'd like about a buck fifty so far. All right. Well, you come up with a list then. <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> say, no, they'd save a little bit more, but maybe like tree fitty. Wow. You just said tree. Okay. If you really want something, wait a week to see if you still want that thing. See, now we're talking. Yeah. Because that could be big money do that not, you're saving. Do not have reactionary spending habits. yes yeah. there have been certain items of clothing that i've looked at and put into my cart and then i was like you know a week later or two weeks later a month later i looked back and i was like why did i want that why did i think that that was totally. a good idea right. my mind changed that quickly and if i had gotten it at that time i probably wouldn't be super in love with it if it was in my closet so when I want something, I think about it for so long. And I've always kind of been that way. I haven't really, I'm kind of glad, you know, but that's huge. Shop during Black Friday. And this is a big one because everything you could ever think of will go on sale. And it'll be a big sale. Stores that never do sales have a sale on black friday weekend that's right we got a tv yeah the tv we have now got it on ordered it on cyber monday i believe i think it was target did was you get it on target? target no i think it might have been a best buy or or a something target. something like okay, that well anyway but anyway yeah the tv that we have now it's bigger than our previous tv we've had forever you guys i think like nine years or something had it forever it's a 47 inch it's pretty good. Did its job. Well, I do want to say that 
our electronics get destroyed from living this close to the ocean. Right. So it had like blotchy parts worth on it. the TV. So Trust but me. we one way that we budget and save money is by keeping our hunk of junk TV that's not very good and just kind of like living with it. Yeah, and we like don't not, care. Yeah, not really caring. We're not picky. But then, yeah, that TV, I bought that TV in like 2012-ish. <laughs> yeah. And I spent $460 on the TV. And I got, I got a good deal. Was it a 46-inch? 47. Okay. And, I, and it was a good deal for that price at that time. The TV that is in the room that I'm in now, and I'm pointing to it as I'm saying this, I bought it for $220. Yep. So less than half the price. It's bigger. It's thinner. 4K. It's both thinner and it's bigger. Take it and it again. Take it and it again. It's bigger and thinner <laughs> than the other one was. Yeah, yeah. So that's a win-win-win. Other items that I thought of to wait for Black Friday for, and I know that we just we just had it, but things to consider: vacuums, kitchen appliances. Like Nespresso, Keurig, whatever. Making the coffee at home thing. Hey, I just threw that in there. You know, bigger items that you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on, you will save hundreds of dollars by waiting. Totally, yeah. So we lived with the grossest, worst vacuum. I don't even know for how long. And I waited until the one that we got was on sale and I had Amazon credit, which has nothing to do with saving. But hey, you gotta you gotta look where you got it. You yeah, know? you gotta yeah. <laughs> gotta get up when you get down. Wow. <laughs> My next line item is plan when you're going to eat out, and then that's a bigger reason to look forward to it and make it special. Okay. Yeah. So maybe plan instead of impulsively going to eat out where you'll end up spending way more than what groceries would cost. Maybe plan once a month a different place and go there and just enjoy it. And don't worry about what you're spending. I like that. Yeah. Because then you're not, you know, the other night we ended up going out and it was such a last minute decision. It was fun though. Yeah, you're kind of going counter to what you just (laughs) said. Yeah, I am. I think what's been really, really helpful for us, and this is an actual tool that I encourage anyone to play with, and it's if you don't have Excel on your device or computer, you know, go get Excel. Excel is a, you probably know what it is. If you don't know what it is, then God bless you. Or you know what it is and your brain can't comprehend what's happening when you open it. Like I, me. I, I'm not going to say that I like playing with Excel. I bet you do. I kind of do. I, it's a fun little piece of software. You can uh, you know, do a handful of things with it. I feel like you're either born with it or you're not. You either hate it or you love it's it. It's not like Maybelline. You know, You have to download it. Maybe you know? maybe he's born with Excel. No, maybe he downloaded it. <laughs> he downloaded it because he wanted to have a place for his numbers and things to be organized. Or her. He or her. Uh-huh. Uh, I love Excel. I've been an accountant. It is something that it's a skill you can get better at over time. But the real thing that I use it for, because I'm a visual guy. Yeah. And numbers and seeing the numbers on a grid tied to a certain thing over time. I like that. 
I like to see the numbers. I like to be able to go back and see and track what we spent money on like last February, you know, forecasting into the future. So I have a spreadsheet and I only started it at the very end of 2018. I wish that I'd been doing it for years, but I have a spreadsheet that just details all of our expenses, all of our income, all the different channels, you know, where money coming in, money going out, where are we spending money? How is the money being spent? And then you can see January, we spent this, February, we spent that. And we can, we can answer the question, why did we spend this much money on groceries? Why did we spend right. this much money on eating out? Right. So you can see literally on the spreadsheet, oh, wow, why in April did we spend so much money on this compared to these other months? And then you go, OK, well, actually, we had guests from out of town. We did some traveling like you. You can then answer the, the why you're spending right. like this. Like if, the April example you gave me. Right. So you can see and track and then you have more ammunition. It's just another tool to help enable you to be better at budgeting and saving money over time. It's not actually that you're budgeting anything. It's not actually that you're saving anything, but you now have this tool to show you the the real truth, you know, the numbers that don't change and they're not lying to you. They are the way that it is. And then you can have an opinion on them. And now you have an opinion. It's like, I can't believe I spent X amount of dollars on makeup in March. Right. You get to go like, I don't like to see, I don't like that number. I know I can get that number down by using or reusing stuff or switching a brand or now you your mind is working totally differently. Now you're trying to like fix the the math problem on the spreadsheet. Yeah. You're like, how can I get that number from 500 to 400? How can I get this travel budget from 300 to 500? Well, well yeah, yeah. And there are some apps that do that for you, I think. It's true. Like the Mint app. I think... I'm not sure exactly how it works in yeah, that the, way. Well, the Mint app you you attach to your accounts, accounts, and you know, which some, is also good to see and keep track of, and it'll, it'll alert you. Or some people are more comfortable with like tying their bank information with it, just right. like a third party app. I'm I personally am not a huge fan of that, but anything that's a tool to help you track yourself, so we're not you're not just flying by the seat of your pants and like spending however you want and then just like hoping for the results that you want another thing is that a lot of people and i know because i've been there i don't think people like to face the facts especially when it Mm. comes to money they don't want to face that like yeah like i did spend money on something that i probably shouldn't have but i wanted this thing anyway or i wanted to go on this trip anyway well as dave ramsey would would say you're either a spender or a saver i was gonna I was going to keep a Dave Ramsey uh, counter for this episode to see how many times you used his voice. I, I just want to use him the one time so it can maximize the effect. If I do it several times, it minimizes the impact okay. and the influence <laughs> of the voice. So this is Dave Ramsey. Hello. How, how are you? You're either a spender or a saver. Now, you see, my wife, she's more of a spender. Me, I'm more of a saver. See how that works? Now we go back and forth there. I would, I would say between the two of us, I would be the spender. That's what I just said. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Dave Ramsey is a is an incredible financial resource for anyone looking to get some tips. Oh yeah, especially with like homeownership and oh, budgeting yeah. for businesses and all kinds of stuff. He's watch got the his, real the um, real wisdom. Watch his YouTube videos where people call in, and one guy will be like, "I'm 
$900,000 in debt. How do I get out of it? And he just like goes off. It's like, if you're not a doctor and a lawyer, then you are doing something wrong, my man. <laughs> it's like, you need to be a doctor and a lawyer. I still have uh, saving tips, by the way. Oh, yeah. Go for okay. it. I want it. I want some for myself. You had, you had to get that Excel thing out. I just, that's that's been my thing. I've never been one to like want the flashy new toy or really want to spend no. uh, the money that I got. I, I really don't. God, you I'm, talk about getting something forever right, well, and then you get it and it's like not a big deal. Like you need new glasses. Like that's something you actually need, and you just got your your new Warby Parker try on kit, which, by the way, those clear ones are super cute, and I think you should get them. I'll consider it. Okay, well. I'll consider it. it's a free try on, so my investment is just my time, which is <laughs> generally worthless. <laughs> so, so far, I you're feel fired. Like I'm coming out ahead. <laughs> okay, so I have a few more ways to save. Let me hear. This one's interesting. I don't know if everyone knows about this trick. I do. I. I think we just you just found out about it, but I, I kind of knew it in the back of my head. Out. When you're booking travel, so flights, hotels, car rentals, etc., look at the same deal on a different computer or on your phone, because sometimes it's cheaper on a different device for this some is, reason. This sounds like. BS, but okay. it's 100% true. No, you guys, let me just give the example really quick. We had to book a few nights in a city that we're going to soon for work. And some of the travel is covered because of the job and some of it isn't. And we're going to play around for a few days in the city. And we needed a few nights at a hotel that we needed to book for ourselves. So we were looking at the same time. I was looking on my phone and you were looking on the iMac. Same website. Same website. Same hotel, same duration of nights, same exact room. Everything was to the T identical, and mine was $50 cheaper. Per night, yeah. Isn't that nuts? <clears throat> so for some reason or another, it's different on different devices, maybe they depending. Think, maybe the website thinks because you're on a computer, you have more money. Maybe. And you're on a phone, means you're poor. You know, <laughs> I, don't, you're doing, I don't know. You're doing stuff on a Honestly, phone. Honestly, and then check your laptop if you have a laptop or your tablet if you have a tablet. That definitely, it makes me question everything I know. Me too. Like, have you been buying stuff $10 more expensive your whole life? Like, could you have found it 5 to $20 cheaper? Oh, I've heard it being that much of a difference all the way to hundreds of dollars. Oh my God. Flights. I think flights is the main one, actually. I, I think that that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write to my congressman. You should. Or Congress woman. That's right. Hey, I don't know. That's right. I don't know which <laughs> is which. So another tip is do your research and see if you can get something cheaper. So back to that last one where you're looking on a different device. In this case, just look on a ton of different websites and see. So if you're looking for a specific item Check Amazon, check Target, check Best Buy, like check Costco, check every site that you can think of. Usually when you Google search, you can click this thing called shopping. And then all of the different places that that thing is available at will tell you where it is and then give you the best price. So that's the next one. That one's pretty good. That's And it's, yeah, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, you might even find it used if you don't mind. Um, but... The next thing, I'm getting down to the last couple, 
The next thing is, and this is kind of specific, especially to my niche, but I've, in the last couple of rounds of buying new equipment, I've bought my equipment refurbished or renewed, as they call it, on Amazon. And this basically means that the manufacturer initially put this item out and there was something wrong with it and then it was fixed by the manufacturer. So like if Canon, for example, Canon cameras, if they had a faulty product, their company fixed it in-house and then put it back on the market, that's a refurbished item. So you're saying don't be afraid to buy refurbished. I've heard horror stories, but I've also, I don't know if I've been super lucky or if it's just a thing where you're just taking a gamble, but you're going to save hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just bought a new camera for vlogging for YouTube and I saved $100 by getting it renewed on Amazon. There you and go. it's the exact same camera. It came in Canon packaging, super tight and professional, manual, very organized, like it had never been opened. And just look, if you're thinking about getting something like that in that category, check for refurbished or renewed. And you can look on Apple's website for refurbished computers, laptops, phones, iPads, whatever. There's pretty much... There's everything in that department that's refurbished. So that's a tip that can save you potentially hundreds. Hey, I'll tell you what. That's a tip. Just my tip. So and then my last tip was keep track of your spending so you can see where your money is going. But you already talked about Excel. So that is over. Huh. That's over. Well, in, if I had one tip and this is me <laughs> talking, me talking to like my younger self. OK, because I had... I had Microsoft stock that my dad gave me. My dad bought Microsoft shares for himself, for my brother, and for me. Had a Charles Schwab account, the whole bit. And I'm like, you know, 13, 14 years old. This is the 90s and early 2000. Microsoft was doing great. Then I get to be about 19, 20 years old. You know, want a little extra spending money when I'm off at college. Probably just want to drink some beer. And... So I sell some stock. Whoops. <laughs> Sold some stock, got a couple hundred bucks, spent the money, you know, went out, did some partying or, you know, got a bus ticket. I don't know, whatever I was doing at the time. And then I just kind of siphoned off my own Microsoft stock over time until I, I have I have like 24 shares of this. You know what? I can sell. Jeez. I can sell four. And so I sold four. And then it's like, I got 20. I can sell five. And then I got 15. I can sell 10. Oh, I only have five shares of this crap. I'm gonna. What's the even point of having five shares of Microsoft? So I so I just sold it. I just I let myself kind of slide in that that way because I didn't care. I didn't care. Maybe it was also because it wasn't. You know, I never looked at it like it was my money. Uh, someone else invested it for me, and I hey, I got value out of that money. I'm not pretending like I just threw it out the window down the toilet. It's kind of like it's kind of like that, but. I had fun. You know, there's a value to have. Well, have I will say, I just looked up what Microsoft is at on the I NASDAQ. I don't think I want to hear this, but let me have it. it today, it's 163.28. And I did the math for just 163 times 24, $3,912. Yeah. Which is, that's a chunker. Yeah, it's a chunk. Um, 
But you live and you learn, right, Bargs? Yeah. So didn't, the, didn't marry you for your Microsoft stock, that's right. for sure. The the message I'd give to my younger self is, A, don't sell that stuff. Maybe hang on to it for a little while. <laughs> but also get more comfortable with spending a percentage of your income on investing for your future. Do you know about that Acorns app? Sure. Yeah, I know about it. What it, do you know? Can you explain it? What the Acorns app is? Yeah. I mean, it's one of, there's m- many, many apps that allow you to do like small trading. Oh, okay. So there's, they, they automatically take, I, yeah, I think like they round up and then put the change. I into think their it. gimmick is to round up your daily spending so that like you round, like if you spend something that costs like a buck 50 rounds it up to two bucks, 50 cents goes into your account. So you're spending the 50 cents the 50 cents goes into the balance of your Acorn account. And then you have like pre-selected stocks and this and that so once your your account reaches a certain dollar amount it has these like i'm just thinking this off the top of my head i could be i could I be think wrong you're right. but i'm pretty sure that this is about it from my limited research i've done and then it auto will buy certain stocks that your profile is viewing or interested in based on a certain parameters that you fit in if it's yeah. not that and it's something worse than that then i mean i'm not recommending it but i i'd encourage people to spend a percentage of what they make on investing for their future. It doesn't have to be stock. It doesn't have to be cryptocurrency. It could be. It could be. All that stuff is super risky. It's very volatile. Yeah. I'm not a day trader or a stock portfolio manager expert. You know, so I would never give you like, hey, go buy this stock. You'll make 10 times your money in seven months. But I would say to not have any skin in the game at all is is kind of a dangerous idea too. You should be very okay with taking about 10%. Take ten percent of what you make right off the top and put it somewhere else. Doesn't have to be stocks. You could even if it's just you putting into a savings account. That is still investing into your future. I'm yeah. gonna take ten percent away, and this is no no uh, no 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 money. No money. This is don't touch me. <laughs> this is leave it alone and let it just grow like a bad weed. You know, just let it yeah. let it keep growing. Let it take over. Or maybe you do want to take the ten percent and make the ten percent into two chunks of 5%, 5% to cryptocurrency, 5% to stock. Or maybe you want to break it into 3.3%. 3.3% you put in savings, another percentage you put into stocks that you are passionate about. You shouldn't just willy-nilly buy stocks that you're not passionate about. That's one lesson my dad taught me. If, you know, invest in stuff that you support. I love Nintendo. I got Nintendo stock. Nintendo's not going anywhere. As long as they got Super Mario, that company will probably be around. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would assume. So that's a safe bet. That's to, another good one. I mean, stuff like uh, I mean Amazon, obviously oh, yeah, the big yeah. companies that are doing great. I mean, we have, we most of us have Apple computers or we phones. Love, I mean, so yeah. that's a decent company to invest in. But it's not about what company you're investing in. It's not even about if it's a stock or a cryptocurrency. Yeah. It could be technology that you need to start a new. A business or hobby or venture to invest not necessarily to get a financial return because wouldn't that be nice <laughs> but you're investing your money into your joy of life return maybe you're investing money so that you know that you're going to go on a trip this year yeah you don't have to think about uh, where's the money going to come from no you've been saving five percent of every paycheck which might be 20 bucks might be a hundred bucks i don't know what you get paid I mean, you get paid a bunch of money and you're like budgeting is not for me i've already skipped this episode to the to the next one i bid you farewell <laughs> in which case it's been night and hey ah, see you next week for nice. another installment of we don't know what it is yet <laughs> <laughs>
But I think it's about changing your mental outlook on it. It's not something to be scared of investing into your future. It's really something to take a lot of pride and joy in investing. And it doesn't have to be thousands and thousands of dollars at a time. It can be a really small gesture, you know, that you're just, I'm not, I'm going to take this thing away and I'm going to put this thing in its place. Something that's going to hold value longer than a cup of coffee. Yeah. Something else that I've been thinking about lately is saving for retirement and I don't think it gets talked about enough. Something I've been thinking about? Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) Sorry. That's just been like bubbling. That's been bubbling in me for about seven seconds. You may, you may continue. Oh God. Thank God for you. Um, Yeah. Saving for retirement is it's crazy to think about but like definitely a goal of mine to start that process this year and it's tempting to not do that because we're saving for our first home but I think that we can and I I want to take steps to saving more and you know it can happen but I just feel like a lot of young people don't want to think about getting to that stage because it's a new stage of life. It seems so far away, but it's actually not that far away. Well, there's also you know? the, the expectation of retirement is something that even I wrestle with. My dad's over 70 years old. He still works. You know, his, he would, would he, given the opportunity to retire, would he want to retire? I think he would. But then it's a kind of a catch-22 of you want to be busy, you know, do you have the means to retire? Uh, You know, do you still have some form of income coming in or did you really save? I mean, how much is, how much money do you really have to save? They say 401k, right? Yeah, what does that even mean? The classic amount is the 401. I have, since I was a little kid, I always thought, what is that extra $1,000 going to do for you? Like if you have $400,000 uh, that's amazing. That's a testament to maybe that's how much money you need to save. I don't know. Inf- it's been that way a long time. 401k, 401k. I feel like inflation, maybe it's not 402. We're, we're not we're not at the 402 <laughs> yet. Not a 402k. I think we're more of like a 501k. Yeah, right. It's like, I don't like any. I never like when they refer to any thousand dollar amount as K. I'm not that rich. I don't have that kind of money to talk about money as a K. Oh, yeah, man. To spent 2k on I, 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 maybe one day maybe one day we'll be like oh how much do you have to save up for retirement 401k oh maybe that just seems like a weird it doesn't seem yeah. like a strange number am i off base probably but no 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 i think there's there's something to it that we, we're missing we uh well, you mean to tell me if you have three hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars saved up that they're gonna be like oh sorry <laughs> you're screwed <laughs> yeah. here's, here's your bill for your retirement have it's fun you are broke Somehow, yeah, like you don't have enough at three ninety nine. Well, my, my, uh, my other point to make is that I don't really want to retire. I can't picture myself just not doing this all the time. Not doing something. Well, my, I will say that I, I realize that the work I'm doing now will be dramatically different then. Like maybe we're maybe I'm gonna live off of just licensing images. Might just plug you into a computer, and all of a sudden you're like half robot. Yeah, who half, knows? Uh, who knows half, what I'll be doing? Half Ariel, half robot. Ew, but yeah, I don't know. I I Got some, like, robot arms and robot legs and a robot 
body. Would you? Is that something you would like? I mean, depending on the, depending on how the robot oh body works god. out. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm shocked. Right Who knows? Technology is getting pretty crazy. Oh okay. man! <laughs> you know, like tur- plug it in. Who knows? Gross plug it in, parts. turn it on, and just see if it works. I don't know. Oh, shut I'm your not, mouth! I'm not saying keep it, but you know, it's maybe worth trying. Anyway, I'm just trying to like lovingly explain that I love my job and I don't want to retire, but I need to save for it anyway. You should be saving anyway. Just got to say. Just going to put th- throw that out there. Take your money. Cut it up into pieces. This piece is for that. That piece is for this. Move to Bali. Forget everything. And, well, <laughs> you know what? There are people that go to Bali. Oh, I love them. And they, I love them they, for that. They li- they're living there right now. And today they woke up and they have no regrets. Guys, I wake up someday and I'm like, why do we have all this stuff? Why don't we just travel for a year? Why not? Well, some people can and some people cannot. I would. I think after after a month, I'd be feeling it. Oh, I'm way too much of a homebody. We're homebodies. Yeah. Way too much of a homebody. Whenever the train goes by, that means that it's, uh, it's for real. Yeah, I wouldn't miss the train. I'd make my own train noises in yeah. its place. Yeah, I think I'd so like I'd feel, that. I'd feel those silent moments in the middle of the night with my own train sounds, but <laughs> you know, it's just me. Oh my God, I am the train. Burgles. I'll bring it with me. Oh, you bet. You bet. Does that about wrap her up? I think it does. Because you know what? We need to budget our time uh, for this episode. And uh, we're getting up to approximately uh, 50 plus minutes here. Speaking of wrapping, I just have one more. Okay. And it's uh, maybe a little bit too late now, but if you like getting like new Christmas stuff, get it after Christmas. It is like 50% off. (laughs) Do you ever notice that? Oh, like Christmas themed uh, stuff. stuff? Or if you know that you're going to need wrapping paper this coming season, just buy it now half off and then store it until next year. It's not a bad idea. Unless you unless you get a little tingle from buying new Christmas stuff before it's Christmas time around that time, I get it. But if you didn't know, for any reason, Christmas stuff is heavily discounted after Christmas, just like Halloween candy is after Halloween. That's my piece. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That was very important. That was the worst one. <laughs> All about budgeting and saving money. Yeah, you know, there this, you go. The quickest way to save a dollar is by not spending it. Yeah. Finding the things in your life that you can cut out. That's the easiest way to make money. Make saving it, a dollar a, is like uh, making a dollar. Make a swear jar. Yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah, well. I'm not into that. We, yeah. But we did get rid of Hulu. <laughs> that is something that we're saving on things, now. Oh, but we did like get that. Disney Plus, so it... Uh... Well, we traded. Wait, we isn't traded. one? wasn't one half the price? Isn't Disney Plus half the price? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't want to get into that. I don't. I haven't checked my spreadsheet uh, all oh day, so I don't know. But I all day. Did you hear that, guys? I know all that day. Hulu. It was a thing of the past. You know, if you got Hulu, congrats. It's a. It's not going to be around much longer. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Well, thanks for listening. That was great. I enjoyed myself. How about you, Bargles? Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I give it give it a solid seven out of ten. Okay, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, it's a pass. I give it a pass. You listen to a, I give myself a pass. When you edited last week's episode, you were like, we're on a walk, and you just go, I really liked that episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, last week. <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> did you hear that thing I said? 
God, I'm just I'm just one I'm of fire. One of the greats. I'm fire. <laughs> one of the one of the best. One hey, of the best out there. I'd hey, say. fire on fire. Oh. oh, Fernie. Thanks for tuning in this week. We couldn't do it without you. We are here at season two, baby, of the All About It podcast. We're coming with the super fire, up to date, righteous content that you need in your life. And we'll be back next week. And you can find us at All About It Podcast on Instagram. And if you'd like to leave a rating or a review, you're on iTunes. It's a place where you can tell us how you feel about the show and leave a five-star review if that's what you like. There's other star quantity options, but, yes. you know, what's the point? If you're not going to give a five-star, then you're really, you're kind of wasting all of our time. <laughs> so, it's just the way it is. We love you. We miss you. And uh, have a great week, guys. <laughs> there you go. See ya.